podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. You're listening to a weekly podcast made by Miami Dolphin fans for Miami Dolphin fans. Your source for entertaining Dolphin news, insight, and general conversation. Here's your host, Michael Fink. All right, it's Monday, and uh, I'm here with Louis Argoni. Hello, Dolphins. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's always a happy Monday when we beat the crap out of the Jets the day before. Yeah, absolutely. Love beating those Jets. That was fun yesterday. And, you know, the second half kind of dragged on, but uh, once they put Tua in, I think that kind of energized everybody. I mean, you know, last time uh, we shut out the Jets at, at home, you know, you and I were at the game. It was the championship game back in 82. And I don't think the fans had quite a good a time as we had during that game. But uh, <laughs> I think I think they had a good time when Tua went in. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean it, that was that was exciting. You know, I kind of I was hoping for something a little bit different in regard to his debut. You know, I wanted him to come in if you know maybe Fitzy just couldn't you come in for a few plays in the middle of a game that was important then he came in and made some plays. But I mean, listen, he got it under his belt now. You know, uh, he looked pretty sharp out there, right? A little bit of, you know, he's, he he handles the football well. He gets rid of the football well. He looked good out there on a the couple of passes that he it's threw. It's like Fitz said, you know, that first play that he ran where he had to roll out is not the easiest play in the world to make when you're pressed up against your goal line. Yep. And uh, he threw a nice ball. Yep. He avoided a guy coming in, got yep. around him. You know, the guy had a nice angle on him, and he just uh, – Basically got right around him, threw a ball perfect. So I mean, I yeah, mean, he looked I mean, he looked poised. He, he looked like he'd want him to look. Yeah. So I mean, you know, there's not much more to say. It was only a couple of plays, but uh, it could have been worse. Right. Exactly. I, I was shocked that they even let him throw the football. I think it was because I mean, if it was anybody else coming into a game right. at that point, I don't think we we would have seen a pass, but. Uh, they allowed him to air it out a couple well, of times. Well, they were, so short, they were cool. short conservative passes, you know. Yep. Yep. So, But Absolutely. that's good. I mean, you want him to get the butterflies out, and uh, that's good. And, you know, you saw the reaction he had after the game. He, he went and sat down at the 15-yard line, which was about where he played earlier, and uh, FaceTimed his parents. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah, I saw well, photos of that on the internet yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah really cool. You know, it, it just says something about him. He's really a well-grounded kid. I hope he does well. Absolutely. I mean, I, there's no reason to believe otherwise. You know, I mean, injuries might, you know, the injuries may slow him down a bit. I don't know. But, I mean, to me, he seems pretty healthy. He seems like a kid that's going to go out and, and work his ass off to get back to where he needs to get back to. He you seemed know. agile. You know, he seemed agile. Yep. I, I, you know, you, you, like I said, you couldn't have asked him to look better in the, in the short time that he was in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what, you know, we always talk up fits, you and I, but uh, how could you not love the guy standing on the sidelines uh, cheering everybody on, you know, getting the crowd to give him that ovation that he wanted him to have? Yeah, that was kind of cool. I was cracking up because – you know, I mean, to me, you know, he had a big smile on his face and I know what he was doing, but at the same time, you know, 
you could take it as, you know, some kind of sarcasm, like, hey, I go out there, I bust my ass week in and week out. <laughs> I'm running over linebackers and I don't get those type of cheers. And then, you know, this kid comes in and, you know, you guys go, you know, crazy over it, you know. So it was kind of funny, you know, but he's not that type of no, guy. No, he's I, not. And I think he fully understands. Right. In my mind, though, that's what I was thinking. Like, you know, like, you know, he's sitting there like, oh, thanks, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm busting my ass week in and week out, you know, and uh, this guy got a bigger cheer than I have the whole season, you know, so it it was funny, you know, but he he is a great guy. And, you know, I'll tell you what, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, Mike, because I don't think we really we realize how fortunate we were to where sometimes things just fall into your lap. And the whole thing with Fitzpatrick fell into our lap. And my God, what a positive it's been for this football team. I mean, you could not ask for a better individual totally agree. on this team. And, uh, you know, the fact that we're three and three has a lot to do with Fitzpatrick. The fact that we ended our season last year the way we did had a lot to do with Fitzpatrick. I mean, he's he's a major, major influence on so many of these guys. You know, uh, when they look at him and his age and, and how he plays the game of football and how much fun he's having and, and how he loves to take on guys, you know, the defense and whatnot um, – he, you know, you just got to respect that. And, uh, you know, it filters well, down to you the young kids. respect him like you respect Gore. It's the same thing. You know, these these guys are, are tough guys, you know. They're not yes. uh, they're not prima donnas like maybe the guy over in Tampa. Right. You know, they, they're tough guys. And they, they, they do whatever it takes to win, whether it be run over a linebacker or whatever. Exactly. I mean, Fitzpatrick is a personality. I mean, Gore's a great person, a great individual. There's no question. But... You know, Fitzpatrick brings a lot of personality along sure along with his professionalism. And, uh, you know, uh, it's a little different you position. Love- you know, as a quarterback, you've got to have that personality. Not, not necessarily his, but you've got to have some personality because you, you've got to get men to follow you. Uh, so it's it's fun watching him play. It's fun watching him smile. You know, it's, it's fun watching him perform. But there are times when he doesn't look so good, like the second half yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they lost some of their steam. You know, I think they were on a a, a game and a half, uh, you know, high, so to speak. You know, against San Francisco, they just looked so good, and they played four solid quarters of football. Uh, you know, they kept the pedal to the metal. And then in the first half here, you know, they uh, they went at it again the same way. You know, they were going, you know, they were going up and down the field. They were putting points on the board. And I think in the second half, they just kind of ran out of gas, ran out of momentum there because uh, the Jets weren't doing much. You know, they weren't giving up, you know, they weren't giving us much of a fight. And I think we lost a little bit of momentum in the second half on the offensive side of the football. The defense just kept it going. Yes. You know, pretty much, or at least it seemed that way. I mean, it could have been the ineptitude of the Jets. Well, or a combination uh, as of well, both, but, but, you know, the defense yes. was doing their job and the other. You know, the kickers on our team have been fabulous. Uh, yes. Uh, Hawk with the punting yesterday, just phenomenal. Yep. And Sanders still perfect. The thing is this, is that special teams-wise, they're doing a great job. They're Penalty-wise, they're doing 
a great job. It seems like when they do get penalized, they're, they're kind of, you know, just ticky tacky. We talked about that. Ticky yep. crap. It's not the consistent false start. I mean, think about the offensive line for a minute, okay? And, and the amount of false starts and holding penalties over the last, say, five or six years back, okay? You know, before Flores took this team over. Oh, it makes me crazy. It was insane. I mean, every time you had a decent play, you'd have a holding pen. I mean, you're not seeing that. You're seeing a very disciplined team. Now, you look on the opposite side of the football yesterday, and the Jets were just, you know, just there's so many ridiculously bad penalties. And and that's a reflection of your coaching staff and, and Gase. And we had the same issue yep. when he was here. So I, I'm um, just – He had the attitude that, that- – penalties did not matter and you know we we were brought up with shula and penalties matter of course they penalties do. cost you games absolutely so for a coach to instill in his team that it's okay to make aggressive penalties you can't do that and win and i think gase's track record shows you that that's true uh, you've got to be a disciplined football team and flores preaches this discipline and you see it in their play this is yes. as disciplined a team as we've had in, in forever. Absolutely. They execute well, uh, you know, on the offensive side of the football. Fitzpatrick didn't have a good game. Uh, he had an average game. He had a good first half. Yep. The second half was was nothing. He was off. He was off, right. He didn't even throw for 200 yards yesterday, and he had quite a few in the first half. I think the second half, the uh, – the statistics were just absolutely horrible. They had an opportunity to just put this game away over and over again. And thank God the Jets, you know, weren't able to put points on the board because they really had opportunities to make a game of it in the second half and just never, you know, could get anything going offensively. Um, so, well, you know, you when know, you're taking 20 something yard sacks and just, you know, they, they were not playing smart football. <laughs> oh, it just, just terrible. I mean, Gore, was their best football player on the field yesterday. Um, you know, the few runs that he had were some of their most positive plays. Yeah. Uh, you know, how many three and outs did they have? I mean, my goodness, it was like six or seven or eight in the first half. I, I don't I, I don't remember. I lost count there after a while, but there were a lot of three and outs. Let's see. There's, there was one, two, three, f- four. Five. It looked like there were five three and outs in the in the first half alone. That's about right. Oh, no. no, actually there were six. Okay. And they had a fourth play at the end of the half. So you could right. technically say seven. <laughs> seven. Yep. Yep. I mean, that that's absolutely horrible. And then they came out, you know, in the second half and did much of the same. So you know, just a, uh they're a horrible football team, Mike. And um, you know, we won twenty four nothing and on you know, in most situations, I'd say, man, we won 24 nothing. That's, that's a, you know, that's just outstanding. You know, I mean, God, we shut a team out, so on and so forth. The game did not impress me as it did last week against San Francisco. Oh, no, totally you different know? vibe. Totally Absolutely. different vibe. This Absolutely. was a much slower, I want to say methodical approach, whereas yes. last week they were aggressive and then they were, you know, lights out. They were, they were playing at the top of their game. Absolutely. They they were on fire last week. This week, I think they came out playing good football on both sides. And, uh, you know, second half, it, it, it to me, it was almost like an exhibition game, you know, a preseason game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can agree with that. You know, it, it kind of had that, that. Feel, feel. It just, 
you know, there wasn't anything going on either side of the football. Until um, Tua came in, then everything, you know, and then for either offense, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, a, a, a good effort overall, you know, on the defensive side that, you know, God, with the injuries, we kept losing linebacker after linebacker. And, um, you know, the fact that they came in and they, they stood, you know, they, they kept it together and, and still had the shutout in the second half says a lot again about your depth. You know, they had guys coming in and doing a pretty decent job. It also them. says something about your coaching. Mm-hmm. Yep. How many times have we seen, you know, a player get hurt and go out and the team crashes, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we've seen it time and time again, uh, you know, in the past. So, you know, we lost how many linebackers yesterday? Three? I think so, yeah. yeah Over the course yeah. of the game, three. And we, and-, and we still didn't miss a beat. Now, maybe that was because the Jets are the Jets, but regardless, they deserve credit for playing well, and they, they did. Absolutely, they did. I, I thought Xavier Howard had a very, very good game yesterday. Um, he seemed He'd to be around. probably agree with you. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, four <laughs> straight games with an interception now. He leads the NFL. And yeah, he said it, the ball just finds him. Yeah, and you know what? It wasn't It wasn't only the interception. It was, you know, he was constantly around the football. And Crowder's not a bad receiver by no means. Um, he puts up numbers every week, and he did a really good job on him yesterday. Knocked some passes down that were thrown, you know, thrown his way. He just, you know, I thought he had a really, really good game. And he's he's coming around and uh, playing some pretty good football, along with Ogba. Um, you know, he's another guy you got to mention. My God, he has stepped it up since early Yeah, he started a little slow, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's what, what's he got, four sacks now? Four or five. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Yesterday may have been number four, number five. I don't know, but he's putting pressure on the quarterback. Overall, I thought the defensive line did a pretty good job yesterday of, of getting pressure on uh, Flacco um, for the most part. And um, I thought overall, you know, the defense, even the secondary, you know, they did a really, really good job in regard to, you know, holding the Jets in check. I mean, again, they don't have world beaters this time. I would have thought the Jets would have been a little more persistent on the ground. I realize the score got away from them. Yes. But uh, I think it was their choices that kind of helped that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, early in the game, they had some success running up the middle, and they got away from it. Right. Well, they did. You know, I don't know why. Maybe Miami put more in the box. I don't know. I can't tell from the TV footage. But, uh, you know, regardless, they, they got away from it, and they really did not have a lot of success through the air. So it, it really, the game really fell into Miami's hands rather easily. Yeah. I mean, when you when you have corners like we have – and you can match them up man to man, and you know you have the other nine guys to just you know play in the box. And the Jets, the Jets just don't have anything to counter that. They just don't. Um, they did try to go deep on Jones a few times uh, right off the bat, and I'll tell you, you know he he uh, he was smoked on a couple of those plays. He was very fortunate that Flacco just didn't. Uh, aired out enough you know he he yeah, underthrew a couple of those passes yep. right because yep. uh my god when they when they were showing you it on tv um initially he had about five or six yards on on jones down that left sideline and i was like oh boy and he you know he got back to the football and was able to make a play on it but it had more to do with the fact that flacco on the through the pass but after that you know i didn't see them really make a lot of attempts down the field uh we had good pressure for the most part, the whole day. And, you know, again, 
you know, uh, uh, some nice plays. You know, Byron Jones had a real nice tackle, and they they just made really really good plays over and over again. Um, you know, a bunch of the players. Uh, Wilkins had some nice plays. Uh, you know, uh, collectively they just they just had a very very solid game. It was fun to watch the defense. Uh, you know, what what you're seeing, I think, is a, is a team starting to get familiar with each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think they're building that chemistry each week, you know, just a little bit more. And, and the last couple of weeks, they're really, they've really been cohesive. You don't see the blown coverages that we saw earlier in the season. And um, it just looks like they're, they're you know, uh, more familiar with what they're supposed to do and each other. Yeah, I, th- I think the pieces are in place. You know, obviously, Jones coming back at cornerback makes a big difference, big difference. because – your safeties can, you know, they have a little bit more versatility back there as to not worrying about whoever, you know, his replacement was, whoever it may have been, whether it be Needham or uh, Noah. And just so uh, it's said, Lewis, you know, the, we were on the safeties earlier in the season, and they are both playing very well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're so, Listen, they're, they're, they played solid football for us. In the second half of last season, yep. you know, they were grading out well week in and week out. And, you know, obviously we lost one to injury last year. McCain went out late in the year or the second half of the year. So we had a bunch of different guys playing back there. But Rowe has has been very solid back there. You know, he, he's a solid football player and he's going to be, you know, um, that that's all you want out of those guys. You don't you want them not making mistakes and not getting burnt down the field. And you know, let's just hope in the weeks to come that they keep this consistency going. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do against the Rams offense. Yeah, that that's going to be an interesting game. Uh, you know, let's hope we're you know we get somewhat healthy in regard to our linebacking situation by the time we play them, which is what in week eight. That's two yeah. weeks from now. We come back and play. We have bye week next week. Correct. So week week eight, the Rams, uh, you know, they, they've got two really good receivers. Um, Woods and Coop are, are outstanding. Um, you know, Josh Reynolds in the slot is not a bad receiver at all. Their tight ends are scary. Higby and Everett are both very good. And their running game is – they don't have Gurley anymore, but they have some very solid running backs. That game's going to depend on Goff. And um, – you know, they'll win or lose that game as to whether he's on or not, Mike, and as to whether our defense, um, you know, steps up because they do have the ability to put points on the board. But I don't know if you watched the game last night, but Goff just kept missing guys. Yeah. And, um, you know, or there's receivers drop passes. They weren't sharp last night. And uh, let's just hope that they're not sharp two weeks from now. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we'll get back to the Dolphin-Jet game here. We got a little off track there. Sorry about that. You know, in regard to the injuries, Mike, you know, we were already shorthanded. And, um, you know, the fact that, you know, Van Ginkle had the concussion and a few of the other guys got hurt as well, uh, you know, the the bye week's coming at a good time. Parker re-injured himself, right? Um, Groin Groin. Mm -hmm. situation. So he'll have two weeks to come on back. Um, So the bye week's coming at a pretty decent time because we've been pretty good overall this year other than losing Jones, the cornerback, for a few weeks, uh, for the most part, and of course, our, our you know our, our rookie left tackle, we lost him as well. Hopefully, he'll be back in week eight. So, uh, you know, the the uh, bye week's coming at a good time. We've been pretty good 
injury-wise so far this year. But yesterday, I think we had more injuries in this one game than we have had all year combined. That's the yeah. way it seemed, at well, least. Well, you know, Noy was out of the game because of his groin. And you had right. uh, Kamuga Gruger-Hill, who uh, broke a finger. Right. Uh, and he ended up having it. Uh, it went through his skin. He had it stitched and reset and casted, and he came back in. How about that? How about that? That's out, that's out of the Kuchenberg school. Right. Uh Raekwon Davis uh, hurt his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Van Ginkle had a concussion. Parker hurt his groin. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has already been hurt. Gotchow and Jackson and uh, a couple of other guys. Beagle is out for the season, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's it. I mean, you know, uh, most of these guys will be back. And if they're not back, they'll be back shortly, you know, shortly thereafter. None of the injuries are overly serious. Right. Exactly. That's a key. You know, so good timing as far as our bye, uh, bye week is concerned. Yep. Um, you know, let's talk about the offense a little bit. You know, Gaskin's another very, very solid game. <laughs> I mean, you know, the more you see of him. I just wish know, he had another gear. You know, that's all he's missing. He's just that, that extra gear. He, he's a good, solid running back. He is. He doesn't quite have that extra gear, you know. And yeah. he's a good receiver out of the backfield. He is. He doesn't drop balls. Uh, you know, he got targeted four times yesterday and, and four catches. Uh, he catches the ball out of the backfield. Fitzpatrick checks down to him quite a bit, and um, it works out. It's positive. You know, I, I say this over and over again. You know, when a play's not there down the field and you're still getting positive yards, whether it be a dump off for three or four yards or Fitzpatrick scrambling and getting three or four or six or seven or eight yards – it's always positive. You don't see a lot of negative plays. I mean, go back through the season, Mike, and um, you know, throw in sacks as well. Uh, you know, in key situations, you're not seeing negative plays on the offensive side of the football. You're just not seeing them. You're not seeing negative runs for you know a first down run for negative three. I mean, well, I can re- the, the key is you're not getting a lot of penalties, and that helps. And uh, then you've got the experience of Fitzpatrick, and that helps. And uh, you know, then you've got you know Flores instilling the discipline in the linemen and. Uh, I think they're they're playing very sound football. Right. The the running plays though is where I'm I'm more, you know, I'm more focused on that. That's what I'm trying to uh-huh. get at in regard to our Belage running game. Well. You're not seeing well, it wasn't only Bellage, <laughs> it was Drake, you know, early on. It was everybody yeah, who they yeah. threw in there. Um including Gaskins. I mean, Gaskins probably had the best uh run late in the year. Uh, but I think the offensive line was playing a lot better at that point as well. But what I'm saying is, is that you're not seeing this second and tens, second and nine, second and twelves, which we saw a lot of last year and in years past, to where you're in second down and longs, and it just puts you in a bad position. You know, they've got you in a good second down situation, even on third downs. You know, the last couple of weeks it's been a little bit frustrating not being able to convert. And it's something that they do have to work on. And, um, you know, I, I, I attribute that a lot to, you know, Fitzpatrick, um, you know, not getting the job done to some extent, but also the receiver is not getting the job done. I mean, I, you know, I've, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Um, you know, Gasecki on those third and shorts, those, you know, those, those third situations. I mean, he's got to be a key guy there. He has to be, you know, go down the field, do a little simple curl in a little out, whatever the case may be. You got all that size 
And you got to create some separation. You got to make plays in those situations to, you know, uh, give us another four downs of play. And I don't know if, you know, it's probably a combination of all of it. But, you know, as we play these better teams, as we play the Rams two weeks from now, they have to convert those type of plays. And um, it has to be consistent. You know, you go back, Mike, you know, to when Marino was here and and some of those type of guys, even Pennington. And, um, you know, they, they had guys that they leaned upon on third down to just come up. Jim Jensen, you know, Tony Page. Yeah. Uh, you the know, whole Keith, slew of them. Keith Byers. Tony were, Nathan. Tony Nathan. Nat Moore, you know, late in his career. Yeah. Uh, you know, they were guys that you just leaned upon that just – O.J. McDuffie. Mm-hmm. He, there's another one. Third downs, you, you were going to him. You knew he was going to beat his guy and – Boom, you got your first down and you had another four downs to work with and and you kept the drives alive. This team right now, um, Isaiah Ford's done it to some extent, but as far as I'm concerned, you know, Gasecki's got to be that guy. You know, he's got to have four or five catches a game. Even if it's for 40 yards, he's got to move those chains. That's what he's there for. He's got two big guys on the outside that, you know, make plays for the most part. And on the, in the middle of the field, you know, he's got to be doing his job, him, the tight ends, whoever they may be. I mean, Shahan, speaking of tight ends, he actually had a very good game yesterday for us. He did. Um, you know, he was our leading receiver <laughs> yardage-wise. He had a touchdown for the second week in a row. And, um, you know, it's good to see. You know, guys that are out there and, um, and yeah, Smythe had had a catch. You know, Smythe had the touchdown yeah. catch as well. That was his only catch of the game. But uh, but I'll tell you what, they, those were two great play calls down by the goal line, weren't they? They were. You know, I'm, I'm sorry we wasted them on the Jets. You know, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it shows teams some looks, and you know, we can go a different route. You know, they're not. You know, teams are thinking, well, yeah, they're not throwing these fade patterns to Parker and Williams every time or these quick slants. You know, they've got some other guys in the mix inside the 10-yard line, so it gives teams something else to look at Yeah, going forward. Yeah, but it gives them something to build off of. Absolutely. There you go. You look there and then you throw the opposite way or uh-huh. something to that effect. It, it was much better than running the ball on third down from the five-yard line, right? Right. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Much more exciting. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. So, you know, I mean, give me, give me your impression of the uh, the six games overall. If you threw threw them all in a bucket, what would you say about this team? Oof. It. You know. It. It's interesting because it's it's kind of been somewhat of an up and down season. I mean, some disappointments were thrown in there, uh, but overall, I think that. The team's going in the right in the right direction, and I feel that they are right where they really should be. You know, as far as uh, their record is concerned, um, you know, three and three. I mean, when we talked about it during the course of the uh, the preseason and over the summer, I think all of us, whether it be me, you, Jim, or Kirk, you know, we all felt. I think Kirk had you know uh, them at ten and six or nine and seven, and I think. The other three, the me, you, and Jim were somewhere around eight and eight, somewhere, somewhere yeah, in that. I think I was seven, between seven and nine wins is is what I predicted. Now that and that looks like they could be around that, but you know who knows? Um, injuries change things quick, as we saw when we weren't when we were without Jones for those couple of games. Right, 
Yep. yep. I mean, but they're they're right on par as to where uh, we thought they would be at this point. Yep. I mean, three and three. Um, you know, the New England game early on. You know, we'll throw that one out. First game of the year. I didn't think they played very well on either side of the football in that game, but uh, since then they've played pretty solid football. So you got to be somewhat happy with them. And um, you know, we'll see. You know, the Buffalo game. You know, like we've talked about these games. You know, they played Buffalo very tough. Uh, you know, they played them uh, up until the fourth quarter. You know, that game was not decided. So, you know, when you look at these type of football games and where the team is at. Uh, you've got to be extremely happy as a Dolphin fan. They're 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 going in the right direction, and that's what we wanted. You know, we wanted them to build on the second half of last year, and I believe they have. Well, I know earlier in the season, some people were you know criticizing the defensive coordinator, and uh, I know people were criticizing Gailey. But I think as as the season has shaped up through six games, I think both the coordinators are, are doing a pretty admirable job. Um, now, where does it go from here? You know, when the schedule gets a little tougher, that we'll see. Right. I'm very satisfied with the coaching thus far. Yeah. I mean, up to this point, you know, how can you not be? Um, you know, I think that we saw them being aggressive in the first half yesterday and last week. And that's what we were calling for. We want more balls down the field. And uh, they did that you know, uh, against San Francisco. So as long as they adapt and we don't see a lot of the same stuff week in and week out, I'm fine with it. Okay. I think that our defensive line has gotten a lot more pressure on the quarterback and the fact that we got Jones back at the corner position has made a major, major difference, obviously, on the defensive side of the football. Um, on the offensive side, you know, they opened it up a little bit against San Francisco and it paid off. Um, so, you know, going forward this week, they had some nice plays inside the 20-yard line uh, in the red zone where they were able to score touchdowns to the two tight ends other than Gasecki. So, I mean, they've done some good things. There's no question about it. Now, like you said, going forward, let's see if they adapt, if they throw some different plays into the mix. You know, they look at the, I'll tell you what, the Rams are a very good defense. Um, so they're going to be a challenge for us. Darnold is going to be a challenge in the middle. Um, you know, he he's Donald. the best. Donald. Donald. What did I say? Donald. <laughs> Donald. Yeah, he's, he's, be a beast. A, he's a he's beast. He's going to be – he's the best defensive tackle in football. He's going to be a challenge for us. So the offensive line is going to have to play a great football game that day. And, again, hopefully we get our left tackle back for that game. That'll that'll solidify that, that offensive line a little bit. Um, that's going to be a tough game. I mean, I think where, where we may struggle in that game going forward is, is in fact uh, – you know, on offense against their defense. I think our defense can hold their own against their offense right now. Um, they're a very, very solid offense. But Goff, again, you know, we get a little pressure on him. And, uh, you know, he can struggle a bit. You know, he's on and off. So we'll see about him. But I think that our offense may have some 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 struggles that week. So they're going to have to get a little creative is what I'm getting at for that football game. If it's your call, Lewis, do you start two or if it's? Um, when in two weeks from in two now? weeks, yes. Oh no, you're staying with Fitz, especially um, you know, right now when you're at three and three. I mean, two is not 
Tua, I don't want to see on the football field until maybe we are eliminated from the playoffs, if we're eliminated from the playoffs. I think that I, I truly believe Fitzpatrick gives you your best opportunity to win right now. I don't want to go through growing pains with with a rookie quarterback right now. I just don't want to do oh, it. I isn't don't that want to- kind of inevitable? Well, not necessarily, Mike. I mean, you know, you you can establish a better football team by next season, okay? You know, through the draft and through free agency. And you can put this team um, on other players' shoulders. Whereas right now, if you bring Tua in, he's going to have to step in some big shoes in regard to stepping in for Fitzpatrick. Because I'll tell you, you know, you look around our offense and we have some solid football players, but you take Fitzpatrick out of that mix and uh, those are some big shoes to fill. And I don't want him in that situation right now. I want him with, you know, maybe a dynamic running back. Uh, that we get out of the draft next year that takes a little bit of pressure off of him. Maybe another uh, big play receiver on this football team. You know, they have to, you know, they have to get a few more players around him to where it's not falling on his shoulders. Fitzpatrick's able to handle it. I don't want all that pressure on Tua right now. I mean, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't to me. Okay. I don't disagree with you. I, I think that his time is going to come. Now, whether it comes this year or not, we'll see. But I kind of think I kind of lean towards it probably will. Mm-hmm. Um, the question is when, you know, that we don't know. It's week to week, Mike. You yeah, know, I mean, it it, as long as this team is competing for a playoff spot, you're not going to see a change unless Fitzpatrick just starts failing us incredibly. And um, up to this point, he's had some. I would say, would you say poor games, Mike, or would you say average games? I mean, has he? I would say, you know, he's had some really good games. He's had some poor games, and he's had some average games. So mm-hmm. I, think, I think he's been all over the spectrum there. Yeah. And, and yesterday I thought he played real well in the first half, and in the second half I didn't. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that happens. That's part of quarterbacking. But uh, that's when your defense needs to step up and, and the guys around them have to do their part, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think in Tennessee you're seeing that with, uh, you know, Henry and Tannehill and and that group. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, anything else you'd like to add? No, I I think we're pretty good. Uh, You know, I think we gave shout-outs to most of the players that were deserving of that, right? I mean, we didn't miss anybody. I would hate to miss guys that – Well, we might have, but we'll have time for that. Uh, what we'll probably do is, is come back uh, for a show uh, next week. Not this week, but next week. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll look at the Rams and uh, we'll, you know, get Jim involved and uh, talk about, uh, you know, the first six games and, and, you know, who we think is really exceeding expectations. Yep. Sounds good. All right. So with that, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Lewis, thanks for joining me. Very welcome. And fins up, everybody. Fins up, doll fans. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Sports Social Podcast Network.